Okay. Good morning. You can find your seats. We have gathered here this morning uh, to worship God on the occasion of the inauguration of uh, Dr. Stan Gady as our president. Someone pointed out, I haven't seen anyone wearing t-shirts with any other names for president. So it's by a landslide. But as I said, it is in God's name we've come to the accompaniment of taped music while I'm speaking. Good. Uh, Let's prepare ourselves to worship God, and I want you to welcome uh, the chairman of our board of trustees, Mr. David Eaton. Thank you very much. This is a special weekend in the life of Westmont College. We are privileged, all of us are privileged, to be here and participate in these next two days as we inaugurate uh, our new president, Dr. Stan D. Gady. This is only the seventh time in 65 years that this has happened, that we have had an inauguration of a new president, and this is only the, this is the first time in the last 25 years that we've done this, so that makes it doubly special. So these next two days are of importance and significance to all of us and in, in, in the history of Westmont College. The term inauguration refers to a series of events, um, and this is, this is the beginning. We, we begin with, with worship. Uh, tomorrow we will install Dr. Gady as the president, at which time we will endow him with the powers and the responsibility of the office of president. That's the formal installation, and it will be here in this place at uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And as is appropriate in this kind of occasion, we, we imbue this with, uh, with a certain amount of pageantry and ceremony. For example, tomorrow, the trustees, the administration, uh, many of the delegates here will don their academic regalia. And that adds uh, color and dignity and, and uh, pageantry to this time. Those, that regalia, the robe, the hood, the emblems, the cap, all represent hundreds of years of wonderful history, and, and they relate to institutions that go back hundreds of years. Uh, these institutions have tailored their... their uh, regalia with um, different colors, and, and the colors and the hoods and all, all that goes with that represent uh, each of those institutions, which, as I said, go back hundreds of years. They represent the school. They represent the, uh, the discipline. Uh, the emblems represent the kinds of degrees. So that helps us uh, support this time and, and make it, give it a, give it a, a, a real substance that it may not otherwise have. But in all that we do, we want to understand that this is a very important occasion. Now, I understand that in a recent chapel talk, uh, Dr. Gady said to you that uh, he, was in, he, he became president on July 30, but he is being inaugurated now so that the trustees could have a look and make sure that they made a good decision. 
Now, while there are other reasons for that, and that wasn't one of them, we are delighted to, uh, to affirm that uh, all has gone well. Most of our faculty and staff and our trustees have, have known the Gates now for six years. He came here as provost, and so we have had that wonderful opportunity to, uh, to know him and to watch him perform, and, it is, and he did a wonderful job. And so when Dr. Winter announced that uh, he was retiring, it became obvious that uh, Dr. Gady would be a likely candidate to be president uh, of the college. However, the Board of Trustees uh, formed a search committee, and we did a diligent and thorough, exhaustive, and to some of us sometimes exhausting search. It was very, it was very real. We, we looked at dozens of candidates who might be possible, possible presidents. And, and we, we made inquiries. We called uh, references. And all through that process, Dr. Gady continued to surface as a good, credible candidate. I think that, that the board and the search committee together met probably six or seven times just on this issue. We met sometimes here on campus, sometimes we met at a hotel near the L.A. airport so we could come in from all over the country. And we got down to the point where at the, at the end, we had the Gates come and talk to the whole board. And I think at, at, at that time, we were willing to say, I, I think this would be uh, among the trustees, yes, we would, we would be prepared to vote for, for Dr. Gady as president of the college. After the Gates talked to us about their vision for the college and about themselves, and they left and we began talking, I, I think there was an epiphany moment. It was very special to all of us. We changed from saying, uh, yes, we are prepared to vote for Dr. Gady as president, to be able to say, yes, this is our person. This is who we want to be president. And we did it unanimously and with enthusiasm. And I can tell you for sure that uh, since that time, since July 30, we have been eminently pleased. He has done a wonderful job. My own personal criterion were that this president need not be just a person who can be a good president, but one who can be a transforming president. And we have confidence that that is true in the, in the person of Dr. Gadier. Appropriately, this uh, weekend's activities begin with what we're doing now, and that is we've come to worship. Two of Dr. Gady's longtime friends will participate, Dr. Harold Bussell and Dr. Harold High, and we will pray for Dr. Gady. We will reflect on the inaugural theme called to love and learn. But through it all, we want to worship our Father in heaven. King David is often held up as a great and successful leader. But as a man after God's own heart, he recognized always a king greater than himself and a kingdom greater than his. May King David's words from Psalm 145, which I will read, 
be our prayer this morning. As we pray, I will read this portion of Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. Isn't that beautiful? They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. Amen. We will now join together in singing O Worship the King. Please join me in our responsive reading that's found in your bulletin, and then join me in prayer on the invocation. We humbly come before you, maker of heaven and earth, the one who knit us together in our mother's wombs. We gratefully acknowledge that our help comes from you, our defender. And we joyfully proclaim the good news of our salvation through faith in Christ our Redeemer. We proudly call you our friend who reveals the Father to us and who laid down his life for us so that we might live. Please join me in prayer. Most gracious and loving God, we begin the events of this weekend in worship to acknowledge that you are God and to worship you as our creator and our redeemer. You are sovereign over the universe. You are sovereign over your church. You are sovereign over the nations of the world and you are sovereign over institutions and you are sovereign over our very own lives. You personalize history. You personalize our history and the history of this institution. As we gather this weekend to take another step forward to install Dr. Stan Gady as the president of this college, we pray that we would not presume on your Holy Spirit's presence. 
we invite your Holy Spirit to be present not only in this service, but every event of this coming weekend. Remind us again today that you meet us not in flights of speculation, but in the everyday circumstances of our lives, in the daily discipline of our minds, in the lifelong shaping of character, so that we may serve you as integrated persons of faith, and then in your truth and grace, you invite us to act on your behalf, to be salt and light in a culture and world that you love so much that Christ gave his life for it. This world where you have placed us at this time of history to serve you. We pray this all in the name of Jesus, who is the Christ and our Lord. Amen. We read the word of God as recorded in the letter to Paul to the church in Rome. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, 
serving the Lord. This is the word of God. The Lord gives wisdom. Proverbs 2, verse 6 tells us. And from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And that's why our inauguration theme, called To Love and Learn, comes out of President Gady's vision for Westmont College as expressed in his answer to his own question, What are we? A people in process, he says becoming the people we were meant to be, reflecting in heart and head and hands the image of our Creator, a people, in other words, loving to learn, learning to live, and living to love. How should we think about the first part of this interlocking triad, loving to learn? Loving to learn must surely be a universal trait among human beings, despite the shortcomings of the species? Is there anyone who isn't interested in knowing more about something, even if that something is only gossip? Of course, we want to learn to love learning for the right reasons and to the best purposes. Not mistaking information for knowledge, not mistaking knowledge for wisdom, not allowing the power that is knowledge to corrupt us by tempting us to tyranny or to intellectual pride or to a deadly kind of skepticism and not following what may represent itself as truth wherever it leads if it diverts us from following goodness wherever it leads. Rather, we purpose and pray that our academic work together and everything that we do at Westmont should inspire us all with a reflexive response to the pleasures of learning and standing with work in worship in recreation inspire us all loving and everything else as well as in our academics. In Proverbs 25, verse 2, we're told it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings to search out a matter. And therefore, we intend to discover more for our own good, but especially for the good of others, of the sheer pleasure of learning for its own sake, without any ulterior motive, of the unexpected satisfactions of learning from our difficulties, even, perhaps especially, from the worst that happens to us. More of the profound value of learning as a means of attaining wisdom, the kind of wisdom that brings good to humanity. We intend to discover more of the great benefits of learning from others' advice, however wise we may already be, and more, on the other hand, of the wonderful advantages of being able to teach ourselves in the absence of any teacher or advisor, either from books or from our own experience. 
We intend to discover more of the usefulness of exercising practical leadership by learning from a strange or unexpected situation and learning quickly enough to be able to take fruitful initiatives of response. We intend to discover more of the usefulness of exercising. I already said that, didn't I? We intend to discover more of the enrichment that strengthens our gratitude and praise to God. I'm going to start that one over again. I want you to hear, I want you to hear this. I think I saved the most important parts for last. We intend to discover more of the enrichment that strengthens our gratitude and praise to God as we learn more about all that he has wrought in the world. And as we come to acknowledge more and more blessings to be counted. And we intend to discover more of the spiritual growth that follows from our learning more and more to see ourselves as God sees us, as we set our affections on things above, in the language of Colossians chapter 3. All this is loving to learn in the sense of setting our desires and affections upon learning, which I'm sure is part at least of our new president's meaning in this phrase. But loving to learn can also mean caring most deeply for others as a way of learning. That is, loving in order to learn, loving both God and others as an avenue to the learning that he intends for us. The motto of the Honor Society of Phi Kappa Phi is, let the love of learning guide humanity. May our prayer be, let the love of God and others guide us into learning. And that, of course, points us toward both learning to live and living to love. Dr. Sider has called us to love learning. As students and educators at Westmont, we have been called to join a community of scholars. As such, we have been called to excellence in our thinking, both in and outside of the classroom. Because of our time here, we have been stretched, stretched in our thinking. We have been challenged in our commitments. We have been prodded to consider the ways in which we should live our lives. But in the end, these ideas in and of themselves are powerless if they remain in our heads and never become a part of our lives. And therefore, as a college, we are also committed to learn to live. Students, faculty, staff, and trustees, we must all commit ourselves to learning to live. Stan, you have been a model for me of a person who has learned and continues to strive to learn how to live. Given the significance of this occasion, it is interesting to me that a turning point in your own life in terms of learning about living was a result of a tragic accident which led to your decision to transfer as a student to Westmont many years ago. You have shared with all of us the personal pain and suffering which, was, which resulted because of the car accident that took the life of your passenger and seriously, and seriously injured yourself. 
You have also shared with us how this tragedy shaped your understanding of living in such a way that this day, the day before your installation as our president, you have never forgotten that life is to be treasured and to be lived with gratitude under the grace of God. And now, Stan, you are our president of this wonderful college. How fitting it is that you have modeled for all of us the college's commitment to learn to live. It is now our challenge to be people who are changed because of the ideas that we hear in the classroom, in chapel, in the residence halls, on the athletic fields, and in the dining commons. As we begin this new chapter in the life of the college, let us commit to be people who are willing to be changed by what we are learning, not just by the expansion of our minds, but by the impact thoughts and questions have on the way that we live. May we have new interests and passions which are shaped by the questions raised in our time at Westmont. May we choose to take risk in relationships because of the questions raised from perspectives different than our own. May we understand the grace that God gives us each day we live, that we might walk through our days with humility and gratitude. I was impacted by a quote by George Eliot many years ago. This quote seems to capture so much of Westmont's commitment that we be people who are learning to live. Quoting her, Ideas are poor ghosts until they become incarnate in a person. Then they look out through eyes of compassion. Then they touch with redemptive hands and shake the world with a passion. The ideas that we are challenged to think about as a community, both in and outside of the classroom, cannot simply be ideas that remain in our heads. They must become incarnate in us, so a part of our core that our spirits and lives are changed. President Gady, we are so grateful to the Lord who has given you to us as our leader, and we look forward to learning to live together and as a Westmont community, going out and shaking the world with a passion. We learn, we live, we love. Do we really learn? Do we really live? Do we really love? Passage of scripture in 1 John 4, 7 through 16. says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another. For love comes from God. Anyone who loves is born of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his only son into the world that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. 
It is not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love has brought the full expression through us. God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who proclaim that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in him. It is so vital today that we express God through our lives. When we understand the word of God, we understand that God is love. When we understand what it means to live, we in the tradition of Westmont understand that it's centered in Christ, the power of his spirit. And true life is a regeneration of our spirit man. And realizing that we have been brought at a price through the blood of Jesus, so we take these vessels, as God has prodded us through his word, to position our vessels, these earthen vessels, the outer flesh of our existence, to God for him to use, for his spirit to live and move through us. And this is an exciting day as we move forward as a community. And Dr. Getty, with you at the helm, to utilize and commit your vessel your body to the Lord as a living sacrifice, alive in yourself, but making a choice intentionally to step back and live the type of life that God's spirit can move through, that you and we can express to the world God through our love. advice, great commands, but unless the Lord builds a house, the, the worker's time is useless. And so we're going to pray for Stan and Judy Gate if you come up to the platform now. And I've asked uh, Megan Schrader, our WCSA president, and Jake Reed and Abby Diepenbrock, uh, co-leaders of uh, Christian Concerns, to uh, lead us in prayer along with me. But Stan and Judy, come on up and stand right here, just about back here. And if, uh, if it helps you uh, enact what we're really doing here, and that is we're gathering around uh, the Gates in the name of Christ, and uh, in very much the same way that elders would lay hands on pastors as they're being ordained, we're laying our hands corporately on them and asking the Spirit of God to uh, come upon them 
and to give them everything they need to do what God wants done here. So you may want to just extend your hand out uh, as we pray. Uh, whatever helps you do this, but we're going to lay hands on Stan and Judy and ask God's Spirit now to uh, make them uh, all that they need to be in the years ahead. And Megan will lead us off. Father God, we come to you today and praise you for this moment. God, for a new day and a time to celebrate your goodness to our world, to our college, Lord, and to our leaders. Father, thank you for giving life to your precious son, Stan Gady, and your precious daughter, Judy Gady. God, you have called them, and they have answered the call. Praise your name. God, as they continue a life of service to you, Lord, hold them close. Father, remind Dr. Gady constantly of your unfailing love for him. God, leadership for you is an incredible blessing, but at times it can be lonely. Father, surround him with true friends who will walk this journey with him. Protect and love his family. And most importantly, Lord, wake him up every morning with the joy of the Lord. And your promise, Lord, to never leave him, but to be with him always to the very end of time. To God be the glory forever. Father, I lift up Dr. Gady to you right now. Father God, I ask you to give him a new heart and a new spirit, Lord. Like you said to your prophet Ezekiel, Lord, you'll give this people a new heart and a new spirit. You'll take out the heart of stone, give him a heart of flesh. God, I pray for that. God, that he would be moldable in your hands, God. I pray that you would fill him with your Holy Spirit to overflowing, God. God, I pray that you would fill him so full, Lord, that he cannot contain it all, Lord. Lord, like your word says, that when we give, Lord, we'll be filled, shake, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. God, I pray that that for him, God, right now. God, I pray that you would give him visions for this school like he has never seen before. God, I pray that he would not hold back from you. And God, I pray that you would not hold back from him, Lord. God, your word says that if you seek me, you will find me. And if you seek for me with all your heart, God, I pray that he would do that, Lord, that he would not hold back, God. I pray that he would seek you with all of his heart, God. And God, I ask for your protection on Dr. Gady and on Mrs. Gady. May they sharpen each other. May they deepen each other. May they strengthen each other, God. I pray that they would be better together than apart. I pray the protection on his family too, Lord. And Father God, I know that his heart is for this school and that he loves this place. And so, Father, I pray for this place too. And Father God, God, I ask you would make this place um, a house of prayer for all nations. God, that this would be a place where you are welcome, where all nations are welcome, God. Jesus, you said that uh, your Father's house is to be a house of prayer above all else. So, Lord, I pray that the incense that rises before your throne, which is the prayers of the saints, Lord, that that would arise from this place, God. That would arise, God. I pray that you would be pleased, Lord, with what goes on here, God. That we would not assume that you are pleased, Lord, but we would make sure you are pleased here, God. Oh, Lord, God, I pray that you would make this a house of prayer for all nations, God. God, that you would rend the heavens and come down, Lord God. I invite you here, God. I invite you, Lord, to make changes here. God, I invite you, Lord, to do your work here, Lord, in Dr. Gady, in us, and the students, Lord, in faculty, staff, and the trustees. God, I pray that you would have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name.
Yes, Lord, we just lift up Dr. Gady and Judy Gady and their family in this place. And God, we ask that most of all, that all of us, particularly Dr. Gady and his family, would be people who fear you above anything else, Lord, that want to do your will more than anything else. And God, I pray that you would renew a spirit in this place that um, desires your kingdom come, your will be done um, more than anything, God. And may that be manifest in our living, in our learning, in our loving. And God, I pray that you would teach us how to love, to learn, and to live. God, I pray that we would choose to live because oftentimes it's easier to retreat and it's easier to choose to go to sleep when the problems of the world are so much in our face. Lord, may Dr. Gady, may you open his eyes so that he can see what's going on, um, the bigger picture, Lord, not just um, academia or not just Westmont College, but Lord, may he open his eyes to see the bigger picture and may your Holy Spirit enliven him and give him wisdom and discernment with how to lead this institution. God, you have called this institution forth, Lord, to be hands um, of your son, Jesus Christ, in this world, all over the world. And so, Lord, may we be aware, may Dr. Gady be aware, even give him supernatural insight, Lord, with how to lead and how to go forward. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would come upon him and his family. Lord, that you would be a shield about them, that your angels would encamp themselves around him. And Lord, that um, you would lead him forward successfully, God, that you would be his front and rear guard. Lord, that you would gather your people around him. Lord, that you would give him people at this school that would be able to follow him where you want him to go. And God, that he wouldn't retreat when he knows you're calling him to something, but that he would go forward in boldness. And Lord, I pray that you would bring people behind that will follow. And Lord, for those people that won't follow, that you don't desire them to be here, God, may they be, may they be left behind, Lord, that your work might be done here in the way that you desire. And God, I pray that you would have mercy on us. Lord, as an institution, that you would forgive us, God, that Dr. Gady would be able to go forth not with the baggage of old sin and not with the baggage of things gone wrong, but, Lord, with a newness and a freshness that comes from your Holy Spirit because you say that today is the day of salvation. And, Lord, we recognize that you have saved us, Lord, and in the past, but, God, we ask for today, for your salvation to come today, for this institution to go forth in newness and freshness by the power of your Spirit, Lord. And may this place affect the world, God. May we do it, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, we offer our agreement with these prayers. And Lord, I guess right now we, we just would ask that you would be pleased to make their work a pleasure. And Lord, I pray that above all they would feel your delight in them. That they would hear you say daily, well done, good and faithful servant. So, Lord, to that end, I ask for Stan and for Judy, for his entire family, that you would give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation, that they might know you better, that you would open the eyes of their hearts to see the hope to which you've called them and the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints and your incomparably great power for us who believe, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Lord, we love this family. We love this man. And so, Lord, we pray again that his work here, well, yes, would be courageous and visionary. But, Lord, we pray that it'll, it'll be a pleasure for him. 
because, Lord, we are willingly following his Lord and ours. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's all stand. Receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Today and forever. Amen. Amen.